0: Cold open. Cold open. Okay, I'm back. Diva talks boobies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Has written in the in the book of Turbo. Diva talks boobs. I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. (laughs) Down.
0: Ye shall love the D cup.
1: It gives all new meaning to the word fra- to the word decup.
2: Um, okay, okay, so I'll go ahead and intro us in. Okay, Travis, let's go. Okay, do it. <laughs> do it now.
1: Do it now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Kaiju Weekly, the weekly podcast that introduces you to the wide world of giant monster movies. I am your host, Travis, and I'm here with a bunch of crazy people, <laughs> including a very sick Michael Hamilton. Oh,
1: I was going to make a joke, but I, I can't right now. I'm so sorry. Like, I was sick earlier. I think I had food poisoning. It's a, It's a thing. I feel good now. I'm fine. Let's... We have, here, good, we, we have good friends. We have good friends with us this episode. So yeah. My
2: co host Michael wears the bucket. I need the bucket hamilton
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i better not because that would be way too graphic for this show yeah no but we are it (laughs) do it now
2: do it now (laughs) kill me i'm over here (laughs) So, so we are joined by a couple of guests we've got jack and jr from the drift space podcast how are you guys doing
0: Oh, did we lose Jr. again?
3: No, I just can't hear anything. Oh, no. He's still, the audience he still can't hear anyone. Out, so I, I hear, do it now! J.R.! <laughs> <laughs>
2: what what? Oh! What does he do? <laughs> He's, not Duma. He's not a doomer. He's not a doomer. Drop the cookie. <laughs>
0: So JR, so Jack, JR is, is partially deaf, both in reality and for you know all intents and purposes on this podcast. I'm doing fine, however. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask Jack, do you want to uh do you want to speak for JR for the remainder of the episode and just um be your thoughts be his thoughts?
0: Yeah, I'll speak for JR. Oh. Come <clears throat> on. Wait a
4: minute.
1: Wait a minute. <laughs> I love Turbo so much. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's um, my favorite movie. You to my to... favorite character is the wizard,
1: baby. The <laughs> <laughs> wizard, baby. <laughs> you actually hear me at this point? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, yes. We can hear you. Because oh, we, um, um, we over
3: here, catching up a storm.
1: <laughs> I. Uh, I assumed, though Jack, that that he had two two favorite characters in this movie. Um, ah, two the right lefty. tit and the left <laughs> tit.
2: <The, yeah. laughs> <laughs> Righty and old lefty. <laughs> oh boy, it gives it
1: gives a whole new meaning to the phrase D cup. <laughs> oh, God. oh well, diva well,
4: talks. Well, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Before oh. we get into anything else, I just want to say, for some reason, and I don't know if it's just me, but for some reason, the wizard's wife looks and reminds me of Topanga from Boy Meets World, <gasps> and oh, I, no. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be the hair. I don't know. <laughs> just, it reminds me of Topanga. Okay. Well, I got so you
0: guys. This has been Kaiju Kaiju Weekly. Uh yeah. thank you for <laughs>
2: well, thank you for tuning into Kaiju Weekly. We will we'll talk to you. We will talk to you later.
0: <laughs> we are now Kai era. We are now can... <laughs> We are
1: now canceled. Uh thank you Kim for canceling us because Yep.
2: You know. Yep you Kim. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys want to just real quick share a little bit about uh, your podcast, the Drift Space, what you guys are about, all that kind of stuff?
0: Uh, Jared, you want to take this? Or since you're, <laughs> you're having audio issues, would you like me to?
3: So, I guess the best way to describe our podcast is we're just a bunch of nerds. Uh, we pick and choose what kind of music we like, and we... We don't really follow a schedule. So if, you know, Rangers isn't your thing, we've got Star Trek. If Star Trek's not your thing, we've got Spider-Man. If Spider-Man's not your thing, we have one episode on Star Wars. You know, it's... (laughs) Two. It's not one of those podcasts you have to uh, sit down and follow religiously. You can just jump right in. And I think that's probably the best thing about our podcast.
0: Yeah. I'll... I'll parrot what he was saying, you know, we, we got to this because of the pandemic last year Uh, we were almost one year old and we, you know, we just wanted to do something to kind of fill the time. And I don't know if any of us really expected to go on as long as we have, but, (laughs) but we, I, it's been a year and the first time I ever looked at numbers was, I think, the last episode when the topic kind of came up, and now that I've seen them, I still don't really care too much about them because we know there's no there's no specific um topic uh, that the podcast sort of has molded around. It's just you know movies, nostalgia, nerdum, things we enjoy, and the great thing about our podcast is, like Jr. said, oh well, I don't like anything here, but I do like this movie. I, I'd like to hear what they have to say about this. And then, you know, you can kind of jump around if you want to. And, and that's, you know, th- there's sort of a freedom to that, both in recording it, and I feel like listening to it as well. So we've, you know, we've enjoyed doing it. We've had a lot of fun doing it. We've had a lot of fun uh, having some people on, being on some other shows. And, uh, you know, it's, now that we're, most of us are working again, it's become a little more time-consuming, but we also don't want to let it go. So mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: we haven't we haven't pulled a princess elsa just yet.
1: Yeah, I didn't well, realize that. You, I didn't realize that you were only a year old, though, Jack. I thought you guys had been around pre-pandemic or pre-covid.
0: No, no, this was this was born yeah, We've of, uh, it, of it.
3: Yeah, it was born solely of the pandemic, and we were just you know it, it, with. All all four of us being in different states, we we're just like, We need a place, we need a uh outlet to communicate and make sure
2: we're staying sane. So yeah. it just turned evolved into a podcast. Yeah, and, and for anybody who's not aware of your podcast, um and to the, the format, you guys do basically like a panel discussion because you have um was is there four of you guys that are usually regular on there Mm. and then uh and you guys just kind of discuss and and that's really good i i enjoy i was listening to some this morning when i was at work and one thing i really enjoy is that uh you guys come at it from different points of view and that's one of the great things about like the type of podcast where it is a panel discussion is that you know not everyone's going to agree on on the same thing not everybody's going to have the same reaction to something and so uh with each topic that you go into there's different points of view and that's one thing i just wanted to share you know so that anybody who's listening to this wants to check you guys out you they'll know what kind of format your podcast is in
0: yeah and thank you for thank you for kind of (laughs) like doing doing my job better than me Um, no no it's great it's you know things we we try to stay away from as well we don't like doing kind of checklist reviewing uh you know we don't like saying not that not that other podcasts that talk about acting or special effects or music as, as sort of like a checklist is bad, but we see it so often. That as we I go in say, and
2: <clears throat> change my show notes for this episode, <laughs> um, I was gonna uh, say, "Travis, um, mm, okay." Let's see. Get well, right and of that's us. that's
3: just. <laughs> but that's
0: just it because. You know, I considered, you know, at, at one point doing a Godzilla podcast or mm-hmm. some sort of kaiju podcast. And then I decided against it because there are so many of you guys out there doing everything that I would want to do. Why would I why would I just, you know, repeat that? You guys are doing a great job anyway. Let, I let's do something else on my end. And so also, likewise, we try to take movie reviewing a little differently. We we try to use it's an old school way of movie critiquing it's using our opinions to make you think about the movie more than you know Mm -hmm. tell you it's good or bad uh and and that's the the main point of movie criticism to begin with i think movie criticism has transformed into something uglier because publishers want their writers to be more aggressive and use ratings in order to get on Rotten Tomatoes. Because if you're on Rotten Tomatoes, you get clicks, right? Mm-hmm. And, but if you read much older movie reviews, I mean, like early Roger Ebert stuff or early Leonard Malton stuff, it's all about, I mean, they have very opinionated reviews, but every, even reviews I, I don't agree with, they, they made me think. Mm-hmm. I and mean, there are details in there that I was just like, Oh, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I still love the movie, even though you hated it, but that, that is really an interesting, you know, aspect to think about.
1: Right. Yeah. And so well, I think that art is so subjective that it's really hard to, to, it's really hard to say whether it is a good or bad movie. It's mm-hmm. just maybe a movie you don't like. And the way I like, and what I like about y'all show is you focus on themes and concepts other than rather than just straight reviewing the film.
0: Mm-hmm. And I i think those discussions personally are more interesting anyway. Because it, it's right. so easy. The the term yeah, <laughs> this is a good movie, this is a bad movie, which all of us are guilty of saying mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't have meaning anymore.
2: It yeah, that's that's kind of the the place where I come from with with movie reviewing is uh, uh it's always been my opinion that movie reviewers are not meant to tell you whether a movie is good or bad. They're meant to tell you what in it is, is if it's worth your time or not worth your time. And to, and if they do it mm-hmm. in a way that like, like even if it's a movie that, that they didn't like, if they explain, well, this is what's in it. This is what is good about it. This is what's bad about it. And you're like, well, I like those kinds of things, even though they didn't like it. So this movie is still worth my time. So mm-hmm. even, a, even a review that, that, Tells you how bad a movie is can still give you the the you know incentive to watch a movie um, if that makes sense because it, if it if it describes it in a way that tells you whether it's worth your time or not and so yeah that's what I like to do with with our podcast our podcast is mainly about celebrating. Uh, kind of the giant monster genre and just kind of just, you know, celebrating these movies, both the good and the bad and having fun with them. But I always lean towards when I'm looking for reviews of a movie, I'm leaning towards ones who can describe a movie in a way to tells that tells me whether it's worth my time or not. So I definitely see where you're coming mm-hmm. from.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. It, it's not so much... But think of this. What if the world wasn't about wasn't so reactionary towards movie reviews before a movie came out. What if instead movie reviews came out after a movie was released every movie. And sometimes that does happen, but Mm -hmm. came out after a movie was released, not to so much tell us if it's good or bad, but to kind of help us organize our own thoughts about it
4: Mm -hmm. post
0: seeing the movie. I think, I think movie critiquing is much more uh, interesting and, and, and honestly a more viable occupation um, after readers and audiences have seen the film, frankly. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So you don't, you don't find it very productive uh, like the, all the early reviews and we'll get into the no, news in a minute, no. but all the no. early reviews that are coming out now of Godzilla versus Kong seem for the most part, overwhelmingly positive, but yeah. the it, you're really not going to know until you actually go see the film y- yourself. Whether, you, exactly. whether or not it's a good movie or not. And, and really that, and that's what I said earlier, it's really subjective or it's really, you know, subjective of whether you enjoy a film or not. It's like, just because you say that, uh, say Turbo is a bad movie doesn't mean I necessarily agree. Um, <laughs>
2: but uh uh we're going to have that discussion in a little bit. Um, so so before we get to on too many rabbit trails, let's go ahead and get into uh the episode here. So um we're going to get into the news. So for this month we haven't we usually cue a bdbd BD sound, uh but uh-huh. we've been doing something different for the Power Rangers. So we're going to cue the sound effect that we use for our news for the for Power Rangers stuff,
1: which can change at any given week, which is why we're very we're being very
2: nondescript, right? Because I I I, well, I mean I, it's <laughs> the it's the Green Ranger uh, music flute. Clifford is a kaiju. Oh come, come That's on, Travis. Goes. That's how it goes. No,
1: <laughs> no, it's not. We have guests. I'm not. No, no. We're, we have guests.
2: <laughs> we okay,
4: have so guests. <laughs> we have
2: guests. <laughs> we're not You're fighting happy, in front like, of the guests. We have had this conversation before. <laughs> do you really want to do this here? Well, if we don't do it here, we're going to do it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, sticking with that theme, um, we've got the results of our Kaiju Clash from our last episode. And go ahead, Michael. Uh, Nothing. Go ahead. Just go ahead. No, I'll let you finish. Uh, Okay. Okay. So uh, Belial was in the lead for most of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. And then at the very last minute, a bunch of a bunch of alt accounts of of Michaels came in and and spammed the vote. And really. Lord, really. Look, I saw really? I saw you used the Kaiju Ramen official magazine's Twitter account to vote Lord Zed. I don't know. Yes, you stuck that by me. <laughs> you, uh, you used the magazine's uh, Twitter account to vote for your own thing. So no, yeah, no. I thought, thought I wouldn't notice. I noticed it. Anyway, so Lord Zed won the vote. Uh 54% to 46% Belial only getting 46%. So which this, is still respectable. It's respectable. It's a it was a very close, close race. Like like I mean, we really Belial was in the lead for most of the week. Uh mm-hmm. it was it was uh but it was very close. So I wanted mm-hmm. to ask our guests now I know I know
1: No Jack... we're not gonna ask our guests, Travis. No, we're not gonna get them yeah. involved
2: in this. No, I'm not I know. Get them involved uh, in this. So I know Jack is a an Ultraman fan, uh has been mm. watching and enjoying a lot of Ultraman uh just from, from seeing you on Twitter. If you were to pick Ultraman Belial versus Lord Zedd, who would you pick to win? Jack.
1: You know I love yeah. you, man.
2: <laughs> Stop trying to bribe you, the guest. You and I have had
1: a heart. We've we've had heart to hearts together. Yeah, no,
2: man. I, uh, I got gotcha. you. No,
0: absolutely. I...
1: <laughs> Bilal versus
2: Zed. First of all, what a bizarre matchup. Um, <sighs> I mean, one is the emperor of everything he sees, and one is the emperor of the ga- of of all galaxies. So, I think,
0: uh, you know, well, I mean. Right, lord Zed did marry rita that was one thing uh that
1: took, uh, that took immense bravery that
0: that <laughs> right
2: <laughs> or, or
4: there. You know,
2: no no he didn't choose to bus marry buss- her buss- by buss- the buss- way
4: oh, uh, thank you that's true thank you okay. jr Zed. That, that is true
2: Zed.
3: well
1: I am okay i no no jr no 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 back up back up back up i can i have let's wait on this <laughs> I, I, no, no no I have I have something to combat what you just said Travis because later on in the show if you don't if you recall um they did break the spell on Zed and Zed chose to love Rita.
4: Well did so,
2: they? I, yeah, I remember was
0: that season three?
2: That was season three, yeah. Look With, see, uh, Michael ooh. likes to make up stuff because he knows no. I'm not as oh, versed no. in Power oh, Rangers God. as he is. And so he likes to make stuff up and and, and spout it out as fast. Jr.
1: Jr. Come on, you know what I'm talking about.
2: I yeah,
3: chose is a strong word. <laughs> I'll say this:
0: I do respect a man who wears an eye mask over his visor to sleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, yeah. That was I'm not. Yeah.
2: Oh I want to, I do want to mention that when we get into the main topic that 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 was uh that was something. <laughs> we know that we know that Lord Zed snores, we don't know that whether Belial yeah, snores. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean Lord Zed walks around
0: completely skinned for one, which yeah. is another excellent trait. Ah, uh, mm, This is tough. This is really tough. Man, this is a tough one, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, really well, this am, is, the, the argument that I made was: Lord said struggles to defeat five teenagers, six teenagers, mm-hmm. whereas Belial beat an entire planet of Ultraman giant superpowered beings who are raised to defend the galaxy against monsters, and he defeated an entire planet of them. Yeah, but but
1: but Belial was
2: defeated by one Ultra. Michael, we already had this argument. We're not going to get into it now. We had it last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was defeated by one ultra. And really, okay, if it comes down to it, it's going to be. And, and I like what our friend Nathan from the Monster Island. Yeah, like that's Bone actually
2: ball. where I was going to go with that. Yeah. yeah, he
1: he gave us he gave us a really good Z educational um, talk uh, during his Z talk. There you go, Nathan. I, I promised I would do that. Um, but. Oh <laughs> that's exactly what i'm
3: stealing that and i'm gonna use it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um basically it's gonna it would come down to brute strength versus cunning and well let's just say that zed is a lot smarter than belial belial has the brute strength and veracity whereas zed is a little bit more cunning and honestly whoever gets whoever gets the first substantial blow in probably would wind up the winner anyway yeah
0: cunning is zed he came up with the same plan for three seasons straight i don't know uh no two season, two seasons straight and and didn't come up with anything new i don't know
1: that that, that's a tough one that's a tough one he He single-handedly defeated the machine empire
3: yeah by giving his kid a bomb
4: (laughs) <laughs>
1: Which shows his viciousness. If you're willing to blow up your own kid to win a fight, I mean, I don't want to mess with that guy.
0: I think maybe we need context with this. Who, who would win, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in uh, Thunder Megazord or Ultraman Zero? Uh, mm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't...
2: um mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Alex Sperling, uh, commented on our, when we posted this on Twitter and he, he leaned towards Belial and he, uh, he mentioned how, cause, cause Michael, you made a joke about the three minute rule, uh, in, in yeah, the that, last, that Belial could only last three minutes. You know. Right. But, but that doesn't apply to Belial. He doesn't have the timer. He doesn't have a, a, the, the time limit and, uh, and his, other forms but, that it was in,
1: but it was in the wiki and if we're going to play this game of going by what's in the wiki then uh and <laughs> it was in the wiki
2: yeah but because at one point he has the timer but not all the time he majority of the time does not have a timer but well, mm. majority of the time zed is not giant so majority of the time belial could just stomp on zed because belial is Five hundred meters tall. Yes, but that I, uh, just, that just means that just means
1: that Zed is uh, very he's very adaptable. He's a lot more adaptable than you uh, know. Hobon. I want to
3: point out that they thought about reviving Zed during Beast Wars, and the only reason they didn't do it—they're not Beast Wars. Beast Wars. like, yeah, Beast Wars. Like, like, yeah. like Wars. Uh, Terrorize. The, the only reason they didn't do it is because they knew Zed would double cross everybody. So. You know, based on that, my money's on Zed.
1: See? One Zed, and I'm assuming you're Belial, Jack.
0: I I may have to with Belial, and it it might just be simply because I like Ultraman more, but
2: that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's fair. I like Ultraman too, but I, I just want to put in... like, like he defeated an entire planet, including like father of ultra and so, Ultraman Taro and all of them. I want to point out something
1: though. I want to point out something though, Jack, and you can finish your thought. Um, okay. I like, I like how Travis here, uh, picked out, picked out the comment from Alex, but then cherry picked the, uh, the one
2: comment from Nathan that just sort of just made that minimized the whole thing. In- well, that was that was because Nathan sent us like fifteen messages. I couldn't yeah. put all <laughs> fifteen messages. Better than that. <laughs> no, I I really was. I was going to get into it. Like like uh, Nathan did, you know, give really good reasons why Z Zed education. Yeah, Zed could could counteract some of Belial's attacks. Why Belial could attack uh, could counteract some of Zed's attacks, and he really he broke it down. And and I do agree with him. I, I think it comes down to who. Could get the first hit in because I think that if you gave Zed enough time to plan something out, maybe the fight does go in Zed's direction. But would Belial give him the time to to figure something out and plan something out? That that's really you know that's that's the question, and it comes down to you know who's what is this a Subaraya or is this a a a Saban you know movie or uh, or show that we're talking about?
1: (laughs) I did learn something interesting over the week uh, after after that poll was submitted, though. Because remember when we talked about the the monster that um, I cannot remember its name, Jack. You can help me with this. The the kaiju that uh, Belial merges into. Um,
0: what is it oh, called? That Three thousand meter. Uh, yeah, it was like It's you're referring to the first movie, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's four thousand meters tall. Whereas Serpentera is only like 360 meters tall. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that, that I have to concede that point from last week.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) but anyway, so that, that was, that was just, that was to recap uh, Mm -hmm. everything that happened last week and to kind of discuss uh, what the poll went and majority of people, majority of people did side with Lord Zed. So I still think you're wrong but okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want no, you to ap- I want you to apologize to me though Travis for accusing me for cheating.
2: Absolutely not I'm not going to apologize to you. <laughs> absolutely not (laughs) i will apologize to you when you admit that clifford is a kaiju
1: (laughs) (laughs) there are no apologies to be had today sir yeah uh
2: wait till we cover it on the podcast then it's officially a kaiju Uh, movie Uh,
1: i may be i may may have food poisoning that day
2: (laughs) (laughs) so moving on for the rest of the news for this week so um i just wanted to touch on The the uh, this little bit of news the first trailer for Godzilla versus Kong has officially reached 70 million views on Mm. YouTube. Uh, being one of the yeah, one of the most watched trailers, uh, that's yeah, super impressive. I'm really happy. Shows how many people are just really interested in this movie. Um, uh, Jack Jr., do you guys want to uh, have any comments on that one or
3: Jerry, you give it a whirl i mean my only comment is that i can't wait to see it i mean yeah. it's next week right yeah uh, yeah I, uh, 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 no the week 10, after. ten,
2: days, ten, ten days. days 10 days yeah so like,
3: yeah i mean yeah. my butt's gonna be in the seat yeah yeah. We, i think going it, to, i'm going to the theater to see that movie yeah. no one can stop me yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. and I, I think it goes to a larger point that's this is sort of the next uh, news item is that you know mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Kong is poised to be a, a really good performer, uh, uh, like a pandemic performer. Which I think yeah. I even wrote on Twitter the other day. It's like I think it's because people are just starved for like a big dumb action movie, and I know that's probably minimizing, but I think that you know there's a lot of hype surrounding Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, and I really want to – I want to give kudos to Legendary and uh, Warner Brothers for actually marketing marketing it pretty well. At least it's been marketed well More, – it's been marketed better than I think than King of the Monsters was.
2: Yeah. A- a- after two years of us being like, are they ever going to market this movie? What are they doing with the marketing of this movie? And then now we've actually – hey, they've actually done a decent job so far um, – And, you know,
1: aside from, you know, Mechagodzilla being the worst kept secret ever in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) movie Officially not a spoiler. (laughs) Officially officially... no longer a spoiler. Nope. According to Adam Wingard did post a a photo on his own personal Instagram. It is not a spoiler Mm -hmm. anymore. Mechagodzilla is going to be in the film.
0: Um, Uh, You know, I did some number crunching about how it might do in Japan. Because mm -hmm. there's just not that many movies out in Japan right now. But the ones that are out, people are flocking. Mm-hmm. to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there have been multiple records broken, even just this past week because of the new
2: Evangelion movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and so I kept thinking, well, you know, maybe... It, it, the King of the Monsters didn't do too hot in Japan. And I was thinking, well, maybe, maybe God's vs. Kong has a shot because, A, the marquee value, mm-hmm. and, B, just the, the amount of people in Japan starved for some content. This is going to be... Uh, probably the biggest movie released in Japanese theaters since wonder woman 1984. And that crashed and burned in Japan in <laughs> mm. part because of COVID, but also, I mean, DC Marvel movies just don't do well in Japan. Right. They, they, they don't make a
2: a ton of bank there. It's a more yeah, of an it, American thing. Yeah. It, that's it, what it, I was thinking. American superheroes aren't as marketable in Japan. It seems with the exception of Spider-Man. True. Yeah,
0: true. And the Avengers, but let's be honest, the Avengers is just a long Power Ranger episode anyway. Um, right. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the only thing that could be holding it back is kind of the prejudice towards Hollywood movies. Uh, traditionally, and this isn't, you know, always the case. I, movies like Star Wars and a lot of animated Hollywood movies really do get through in Japan. But... They they tend to value their films over foreign films, which, okay, yeah, that, that happens here, of course. And I I feel like maybe maybe Godzilla versus Kong could be a, a victim of that as well. It's a possibility, but then again, it's there's also a possibility it will absolutely crank simply because there's there's not a whole lot of competition. There's certainly no American competition,
1: no in Japan.
0: So now we've we'll, got we'll see how it does in May
1: we've got Marvel movies coming, but they're coming much later in the year, if I'm not mistaken. And then you've got the new, then you've got the new bond film that comes finally in April, but that's Mm -hmm. the only thing I can think of that would, that that's coming aside from Godzilla versus Kong. So yeah,
0: Yeah, we're we're finally clear of some competition after.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, and looking at, cause uh, variety put out their estimates, um, for their upcoming releases. And it, and it looks like Godzilla versus Kong, uh, based on these estimates is going to be the biggest, uh, movie since COVID started. So it was <laughs> because, because, uh, like before this, the biggest movie was, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, bloodshot, um, which was right. Was at the- I, I was tenant that uh, did tenant actually break the bloodshot numbers. Cause I, I didn't know if it did or not, but either way, it might have not. I can't remember either way. It, it's like, yeah, we, we haven't really had these, a, a huge success, uh, since the pandemic and for, for obvious reasons. But, uh, so the estimates that the variety has is 68.3 million, uh, over the, is what the pre COVID three-day estimate would have been the forecasting for what they're actually think it's going to earn is 23.7 million taking into account the pandemic. That's, that's pretty good for an opening weekend for, for, you know, during a pandemic when most places like, like we're talking about mm-hmm. in, in, in a lot of places theaters still haven't even opened. Yeah, we and, yeah, we have
1: sh- we, been pretty we've been pretty lucky here. Uh I have two theaters opened. Um and I've been to the, I've been to the movie theater a couple of times so far. I watched I watched Monster Hunter, which I regret nothing. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> I regret nothing. It was just an excuse to get out of the house. Um but yeah, I I I get I get that people are just really starved to I think to go experience a movie th- to experience a movie like this, that just seems to have gotten some pretty um, positive pre uh, pre screening reviews. I think uh, everyone seems to be pretty, pretty high up on this movie so far, but I now, don't, I, I don't pay much attention to the pre reviews. I try to base my opinions on when I actually go see the film.
2: Right. Right. Now these esti- the, the variety, the numbers they put out for, for these estimates, the the thing about these estimates though they're sometimes they're like spot on mm-hmm. and they can get them like really really close but then sometimes a movie just performs differently than anyone expected and so my question i guess to you guys is do you think that these numbers this 23.7 million estimate on what it's going to make on its opening weekend is accurate or do you think it's going to under or overperform?
1: JR, I'll let you start.
3: Well, I mean, you know, like you've been saying, people have just been starved for going out and seeing movies. So I wouldn't be surprised if it did go over, especially because every time I've tried to go out to the movie, nothing has really piqued my interest. So, mm-hmm. the fact that this is such a big movie, and you know, I I loved uh, Skull Island. I love uh, mm-hmm. what is it, uh, King of the Monsters? I loved both of those movies. So the fact that this is such a big blockbuster, and me, me uh, Jack knows this all so well that you put Mecha Godzilla in a movie, I will go see it. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um yeah.
0: I don't know. This is it, it's hard. I've been completely thrown off my game in terms of box office box office predictions since COVID. I've been pretty good about it beforehand, but now I'm just not too sure. Uh what did you say it's expected to do or open? Uh it's
2: it's expected to open with 23.7. Mm.
0: I mean, like I said, people are starved. I think it's got a chance of maybe hitting a little over, if all goes well. Uh, but yeah. we'll we'll see. I mean, it, we also people need to stay safe as well, and some people right. second guess themselves and and whatnot. I mean, yeah, I I have. We were talking earlier. I have the vaccine. I'm not too worried. But there's a lot of people who don't, and going to a movie is so risky for
2: them. And right. so I
0: don't know. There's there's going to be a lot of second guessing, as well.
2: Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why I think that, you know, like, these estimates look good on paper, but because we just don't know what's going to happen until it happens, because you do have people who may choose not to go to the theater, and that's perfectly fine, Uh, may watch it on HBO Max, and that also factors into this, the whole HBO Max thing, having it available at home. Uh, I, I just... I, if it does the numbers that they're forecasting, it's it's a great it sh- it shows that people, even during tough times, you cannot replace the theater going experience mm-hmm. because because people want that theater going experience because when you have a pandemic, you have you know other options of watching it, and you still make a ton of money at the box office. Mm -hmm. in the theaters, I think that just shows that people love the theater going experience and it's not going to be replaced by anything. Yeah.
1: And I know that for me, I think it's, I'm, 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 I'm with Jack. I think it'll be, it'll slightly overperform, but not by much. Um, but I don't want to get my hopes up either because it's like, you see these numbers and they look, they look fantastic, but it could be, it could be a 19 to $20 million opening uh, in the first three days. And that could be sort of a, that will be a disappointment because it is still, and I have to be sort of, um, uh, reasonable here. It is still a, a Godzilla and Kong movie. And I'm wondering how much name value that still has in the United States. I know Kong has massive name value because Skull Island Mm -hmm. is, is the best performer out of the, out of the three movies we've gotten so far. Um, am I right about that? Jack? Kong Skull Island was the, is the, was the top performer
0: worldwide. Yes it worldwide 20 the Godzilla 2014 was performed uh the best domestically Mm. but uh Skull Island beat it out worldwide yeah
1: okay and I'm and um and it's it's being marketed clearly as a Kong movie and we all know that Kong does better in the United States than Godzilla does uh Godzilla's Mm. an agent you know Godzilla's an Asian property you know Kong has more appeal here in the States um and I try and I I know I romanticize the theater going experience a lot because I care about it so much. And I want people to go to the theater because I don't want those things to go away. I understand why they can't. Uh, I understand why they would be trepidatious to um, because now you have the availability, at least if you're in, at least if you're in the United States, you have the availability to watch it on HBO max. I don't think our friends overseas have that ability yet, but um, I think last time I read there are like there are some places in the I think there are places in the EU that are gonna be uh, doing a video on demand stream on April the first. I think that's what yeah. we talked about. Last yeah, the week.
2: UK, the UK is getting it on um, VOD on April first.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I honestly don't know. I, I want to be hopeful. I think that these numbers are either spot on or it's going to slightly overperform. But I won't be surprised if it underperforms, if it hits like that $21 million mark.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and really, I just want to finish off this little segment of this just saying whether you choose to take the risk and go to the theater or whether you choose to stay home, stay safe, if you watch the movie, just, uh, I hope that we enjoy the movie. No matter what your viewing experience uh, is, where you're viewing it, I hope that uh, everyone just gets a chance to see this movie and enjoy it.
1: And, shameless plug, we will have a write-up in the next uh, Kaiju Ramen magazine about the, the- con- comparing and contrasting the theater-going experience versus uh, streaming it online, specifically about Godzilla versus Kong.
2: Yep. Yeah, uh, both the pros and cons of both. Uh so yeah. Uh so moving on to the next bit of news. Uh we have the first images of the new Godzilla Singular Point Bandai Monster series, Angirus and Manda. So it's official it. official, yep, it's official. It was Manda or Manda. We didn't know for sure, but now we're it's official. Um what do you guys think of the design for these toys, the Angurus toy and the Manda toy?
0: I didn't know they were released, so I'm looking them up right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I had well, no you know, a-
1: Angiris is very Angiris. See, it's what you would expect. It's no, there's no surprise there. I'm a little bit shocked by the Mondatoy. Um, honestly, it, it when I first saw it, I couldn't I couldn't unsee a sturgeon fish. So I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if if they're gonna go that route, if maybe he's if they're gonna do more of a. Um, if, maybe they're going to make Manda more of an eel than an
2: actual like sea dragon. Oh, um, I see him. Yeah. Yeah. It does look very eel like in like the tail yeah. and everything. Um, JR, have you seen them and uh, what do you think of them?
3: Sorry, okay. I ran to
2: the restaurant real quick. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs>
3: you know, I, <laughs> I honestly, I, uh, I haven't seen anything from it. I've been kind of blind
2: to it. Ah, okay, okay. Well, that's fine. So we, we just had the ba- the wrong guests on this week. Yeah. Well, turbo, so, yeah, so you- I'm looking at right now. So so I'm
0: looking at it right now. Engiris surprisingly looks pretty good. I, I don't have too much of an issue with you. I, I I thought I don't know. I don't really like going the paleo route with these things, but he he does look good. He's probably my favorite design out of the new the the monsters out of singular point Manda, i hmm okay
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's unique i will say that it's unique
0: yeah yeah you, you could call it that uh <laughs> mm. you know singular point there are some designs and their liberties that I'm, I'm really really enjoying and there's some designs where i'm just like it's almost like it's either too far or not far enough mm-hmm Um, like Rodan, I, I would say definitely not far enough and Amanda, you couldn't, if you, if you asked me what monsters is supposed to be, I don't think I would have ever guessed Amanda. Uh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I'm looking, I'm thinking of the, uh, Godzilla anime movie trilogy, which I have an appreciation for more than most people. And (laughs) I think uh, the
4: liberties,
0: (laughs) liberties taken there ended up working in context of those movies. So let's see, let's see where this goes.
2: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with this too, is like, I don't mind them taking liberties with designs. I, I think it all depends on how it plays in context, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the Rodan design. And I'm not the biggest fan of this Manda design, but in context. Nope.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And I really, that goes with any design out there. I, I was in a conversation with someone who uh, was talking about how he was disappointed they never had a consistent si- design for Gamera in the Gamera trilogy. And then a mm. buddy of mine explained, well, no, because each design is based off the tone what, what's needed for that right. specific movie you know yeah. you, you couldn't you couldn't have had the gamma 3 design and gamma guardian of the universe that wouldn't have worked just right visually right and and it it's sort of the same thing here the, this is obviously far more extreme but we'll see what you know we'll see if it's necessary for the story
2: yeah, and as a comic book fan, I, I'm used to, you know, different artists have different ways of interpreting characters and in their costumes and stuff. So, so you know, things change and things look different. Uh, sometimes Batman has a yellow thing around his, the bat symbol. Sometimes it's just the bat symbol by itself. Sometimes he has long ears. Sometimes he has short ears. You know, things like that uh, happen in the comic book world. And so, to me, that's why I'm more open-minded to different designs uh, especially like I said in context and I think that's where I fall on with the Jet Jaguar design that everyone had so much fun with a couple of weeks ago uh, because obviously in the context of the show just from what we've seen this Jet Jaguar design is going to evolve and change throughout the the, the series and he's going to look more like your traditional Jet Jaguar by the end Yeah. So, everyone who freaked out by that initial uh, orangutan looking jet Jaguar, <laughs> which I absolutely love. <laughs> no, I adore
0: that thing.
3: The I, everything Adore I it it's fantastic. Love it.
2: <laughs> I love it so much. I think me and Jack are very similar. Of like it makes me love it even more because of how angry it made other people. <laughs> but no, yeah, so so I think in context, the these designs would work but just looking at the toys just looking at them out of context the yeah the manda design is a little weird um it does look very fish like very eel like so uh but we'll see we'll see whenever this the show comes out i don't when is it coming out is it
1: may may okay yeah it's may something i can't remember what i don't think is there an official date yet i think it's just may
2: i know the first episode was aired in japan along with like a very special um like con that they were doing over there uh so people in japan yeah, the episodes out there yeah so people in japan have already seen the first episode uh and people with a vpn
0: and <laughs> yeah, people yeah and i've heard i've heard good things very positive things about the first episode so we'll we'll see how well, it pins out once it comes comes over here yeah yeah
2: uh, moving on to the next bit of news, uh, the last bit of news that we have. It's not really uh, – we don't have a lot of information, but just wanted to kind of talk about it. The first promo image from the new giant monster movie, uh, Troll, which is a Norwegian film, has been revealed. Uh, it's set to be released – on netflix sometime during 2022 and the description that we got is when an ancient troll is awakened in a norwegian mountain a ragtag group of heroes must come together to try and stop it from wreaking deadly havoc uh this is not tied to the troll hunter movie that was a norwegian film
1: i was getting ready to ask if that is that the same is it the is it part of the same continuity or, or what
2: Mm-mm, no it is it is its own thing um i think trolls are just the monster of choice in Norway. And so you've got a lot of Norwegian films that are troll, which makes which
1: makes sense because it's, you know, trolls are a part of Norse mythology too. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yep. So, uh, so, uh, are you guys excited to hear about this? This, I uh,
1: did not know this thing existed. I will probably watch it, but it I'm not, I can't, I can't say if I'm excited or
2: not excited, honestly. Um, jack jr you have anything you want to say
0: i mean i'm interested i i really don't know too much about it i saw the i guess the screenshot or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm certainly intrigued i need to do more research on it but i mean you know yeah i'm always up for more giant monster movies of course so it's 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 definitely a docket
4: yeah
3: i mean what's not to love about trolls right and Especially, Uh, I mean, yeah, I was gonna
2: say, trolls, (laughs) too. No, I, I think, uh, I think that having more giant monster movies, especially from outside of your typical, whether it be US, Japan, Korea, uh, Getting ones from like Norway, you know, and and other places like that is fun, and I'm glad that we're we're getting to experience those because you know back in the day we wouldn't have been able to see things like like Troll Hunter and this one, Mm -hmm. Uh, but now because of Netflix and and VOD we can actually experience these movies, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, so that's it for the news segment. So now we can move on to our main topic for this week. Uh, and we ask a trivia question at the end of each episode to hint to what our next episode is. And the trivia question we asked not last week, but the week before, because we had to rearrange our schedule. Um, but uh, the question we asked was, which ranger was the last to canonically use their Zeo form? And we've got a, a few answers. Uh, Kaiju Kim sent us in Catwoman, Feline Temptress of Australia.
1: That's a <laughs> so that, I, I, that is a deep cut from the series. That
2: is uh, a lovely, lovely answer. Thank you, Kaiju Kim. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Jimmy from Nassau, uh, Nasada said, uh, uh, "Common Rider Zeto." Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, be, because Zio. Of course,
1: thanks, Jimmy. That was that made no sense at all. Thanks.
2: It, it <laughs> did it did as a as a common writer fan. I mean, it's because it, because it's Zio. It, it, yeah, <laughs> um, I have Jack uh, here
1: to protect me. It's okay.
2: It's a reach. <laughs> <laughs> uh alex sperling said fast as lightning strong as steel his power is for real it's gold bond ultimate hewing lotion <laughs> <laughs> what the hell yeah <laughs> that now also the does not it... power of <laughs>
0: <laughs> that also doesn't make sense and i don't care i i yeah, love it I'm
2: not <laughs> great. it's great i love the funny answer so we 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 give everyone a shout out whether they get it right or wrong or give us a funny answer and we don't care we will give them a shout out uh crystal lady jessica sent in sailor venus uh, <laughs> uh close um uh not really, but Nathan Nathan uh from Monster Island Film Vault sent in the little known Power Rangers mascot who happens to be a snail, uh, which was Turbo, the movie Turbo, the animated oh movie my about- oh my god. Wait,
1: wait, Nathan who?
2: Na- yeah, Nathan Nathan Marchand. Nathan Nathan Marchland. Okay. Marchland. Nathan <laughs> <laughs> uh that movie was awful. I hated that I movie. Mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Turbo the 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 snail movie
0: a little snail no no but i i, I have it's funny i recently spoke about this movie with someone they told me to not
1: it's not that bad
2: it's oh god it's <laughs> awful oh it's so awful chris degle uh sent us in i'm just sad it's not bulk and skull and no. you're not alone chris
1: no no that would have probably been better actually made more sense
2: Gamera Gamera on Twitter sent us, simple, that would be Snorlax. I was working my way through the fire gym, you see. (laughs) My god. (laughs) Uh, And I actually thought they had said lo- the Lorax and not Snorlax, and so I was like, "Wait, Fire Gym and Lorax? What in the world's going on?" But now, nah, now I see. Now I see. It's a Pokemon reference. The little, the little <laughs> Pokemons. I get it.
4: <laughs>
2: <Pokemon>. <laughs> <laughs> but the Sick. actual correct
1: answer is Catherine. And Catherine. Does it really count though? Because she. Apparently, we learned in this movie that if you are in the middle of a morphing sequence, but you do it around water, it doesn't work.
3: Yeah, not necessarily true.
0: (laughs) What what are you thinking of?
3: Uh, Tommy in Dino Thunder.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Yeah. Maybe the the Zeo powers just don't work underwater. Maybe the (laughs) (laughs) Zeo powers just suck. Yeah, oh. the, uh, I but, love the,
1: it. I, I like it. no, I, I like can't. It. I okay. can't say they
3: suck, but yeah, the, I, uh,
2: I don't oh. know if they suck, but they definitely are, uh, and they got replaced with something even worse.
0: Yeah, that that's my thing is I don't understand why they were. I mean, okay, watching it the second time around, I got it now. The the wizard had a key, right? Right, mm-hmm. and they used uh, they kind of created new powers based on that key. To go and rescue him, correct?
4: Right. Right.
0: Right. right. OK, so they, they were essentially trying to use his powers to 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 get him for this mission. And then yes. they just ended up, you know, keeping those powers, which means the yeah. Zeo powers technically, technically are
2: still out there. Right. Right. Yeah. Technically, yeah, the right. zeo crystals weren't destroyed or anything.
1: No, the no zeo crystals were never destroyed. Well, no no
0: i i love the zeo powers i love the zeo mm. zords the costumes and whatnot i thought i thought uh actually i enjoyed power ranger zeo more than O ranger but
2: oh wow see i i love O ranger i, I mm,
0: maybe there was an <laughs> expectation thing. i i probably watched it too early uh, in in conjunction with Power Rangers, because that's when I was getting into Sentai. But well, um, well, growing
1: up, growing up though, uh when they announced the new season, I remember that being a big deal. Like mm-hmm, if, huge if you deal. remember the TV spots, like the those random like five second TV spots, like Z. Yes, Power no, those, those were,
3: Yeah, those were huge. Like that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing ever. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, their powers are gone, but now there's something better.
2: Right. Yeah. Hey, and I'm for power- anyone. Who- and for just just real quick, for anyone who's not following along with us, uh, we are talking about Turbo, a Power Rangers movie <laughs> from 1997, <laughs> uh, starring
4: not
2: Zio, not- <laughs> not Zio, uh starring Johnny Young Bosch, uh, Nakia Baris. I don't know, uh, Burris. That might be how you say your name. Burris, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Burris, uh, yeah. Uh, Jason, David, Frank, Catherine, Sutherland, Amy, Joe Johnson, Steve Cardenas, Austin Saint John, Jason Narvi, and Paul Shrier, uh, Blake Foster, and Hillary Shepard Turner. Uh, the plot breakdown is: the Power Rangers must stop the evil space pirate Divotox from releasing the powerful. Malagor from his volcanic imprisonment where only the kindly space wizard Larigot has the key to release him. The hope of victory lies in the in the Ranger's incredible new turbo powers and turbo zords. Wow, that's a lot of really is, dumb names to read out. Is anyone, gonna, is anyone <laughs> Is
1: anyone else going to correct him?
2: What? 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 It's Larigo. Larigo. Larigo Larigot, Larago, whatever. What I didn't say Larigo.
1: No, you said Larigot
2: there got got, whatever we we got you there i don't care enough to care oh (laughs) come on Uh, so yeah, we usually start, we usually start with our opening thoughts, but I think that was pretty much my opening thoughts of, I don't know if I even care about this movie that much. Like, (laughs) man, this movie was like, I was hoping this movie was going to be fun and I was going to have like a nostalgia trip and it was going to just bring me back to my childhood. And no, it did not. (laughs) Uh, what are you guys' opening thoughts on the movie? Let's start with Jack. Jack, what do you got for us?
0: I shockingly had a pretty good time with it. And I know <laughs> JR's probably – if you hear a thump, it's because JR fell out of his chair. I I, <laughs> I, I I first watched this movie with JR, and I I walked out – like it, it was late at night. We, we were watching it, and during – I think it was after the fight on the boat. I left. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just, <laughs> you know, we're after the whole. But the G the
4: world,
0: world. It was too much. But <laughs> G. Yes. But G.
3: There's hope for the world.
0: Oh my! Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I knew.
0: I knew. It, it, but as I was watching this thing, it, it was interesting because Jarron and I we we had recently done an episode on the 1995 film. Mighty mm-hmm. Morphin Power Rangers, the movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was unfortunate because I didn't have quite as good of a time with that. I've always been iffy about that movie. I've, I've respected it for, you know, what it got done, uh, despite all the behind the scenes turmoil that was going on with it. I mean, they, they barely had a movie, a screenplay to work with uh, mm-hmm. as they were making it.
1: Well and, they wound up they wound up merging two separate screenplays together to give us what we got. Right.
0: And you know, they couldn't decide if they wanted the costumes to look one way or another. They kept ripping, they kept, you know, they they didn't really know what they were doing. And I thought the movie came out okay based on, you know, the final product. Uh Turbo, of course, is the first Power Rangers movie that takes place within the the canon of the television series. Mm-hmm. And I've I not I was never a fan of turbo. I, I think that's one of the weakest seasons. Mm-hmm. Um I
1: it's a I slog couldn't... it's a slog to get through. I recently it's watched it a couple hard. months ago. It's it's really hard to get through. As much nostalgia as I have for that season, because I watched it in real time growing up. It was tough to get through.
0: See, I jumped ship
1: when it aired. That
0: that's I what jumped I did. Ship Um, and, and then I, years later, I tried to get back into it because, uh, Dino thunder had rekindled my love for power Rangers and I Mm -hmm. tried to get back into it starting there, but it, it was, it just was not landing at all. And the movie I expected to do the same. I don't like the car theme. Mm -mm. I, I generally the car theme is a big turnoff, although I did love RPM. Um, and I, I felt that the direction they were taking these characters that we had known for so long, I mean, suddenly Tommy loves driving and race driving. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was. It, uh, so we get into Turbo Power Rangers movie, and I was actually kind of surprised by how much is actually going on in this movie. Uh, it doesn't really break the mold of the first Power Rangers movie, where I feel kind of like all the characters are almost one character but at least they give each one a little time in the sun mm-hmm. to do something to do something a little bit more than just you know have a minor blip on the radar that's a that's a fight scene or something like that uh, Except for rocky except and i'm perfectly yeah. okay with that
3: poor
2: rocky. you know no
0: listen,
3: not Rocky. 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 <laughs> rocky. <laughs> you know the this
0: worst movie, replacement it, 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 red ranger ever and you know, because he failed a, as job, he was given the Blue Ranger costume. That's what happens. That's what it happens was... to
2: the Red Rangers <laughs> when they're bad.
0: Yeah,
3: or your sister comes in and takes their place.
1: Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay. That
4: was good.
3: That was
0: good. Um, so I, I uh, no, I had no problem with Rocky uh, <laughs> being sidelined here.
2: So, so, Jr. now, what are your opening thoughts? Because we'll get into, like, a deeper discussion of the movie, but I just want to get kind of, like, an opening thought on this. All right, my opening thought. See, I, like Jack, when uh,
3: Turbo first came out, I jumped ship because I-, I completely forgot his name. Justin. Oh, yeah, Justin. I just yeah. jumped ship because of Justin. I was like, I... I- No, I can't do this. And,
1: um, but you can also see that, can't you see that though? The the Justin character, can't you see that as like an homage to the original Sentai series? Because the White Ranger, yeah, no,
3: yeah, with, uh, uh, the White Ranger being a kid, yeah, no, I saw, I see that. I didn't learn that until later. Like, I've been, I've been going on the Sentai kick for a while now. Yeah. I'm, Plowing my way through it, trying to. And I gotta say, after watching the Sentai Car Rangers, I actually had a really good time watching Turbo, the movie. Oh, really? I did, uh, and I know Jack's just probably floored for saying me saying that. <laughs> but uh, you know, I enjoy. There's a lot of things I enjoyed about the movie, and uh, it actually did something that I was. I never thought it could happen in my life. I missed Rocky.
2: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry.
0: Could you say that again? I, the sun was in my ears. What would you miss?
3: <laughs> if I Rocky. say it
4: again, if I he's say gonna it throw again, up.
3: Fire will come out of my mouth, and I'll. <laughs> so that was the one take. Uh, i think
0: michael's food poisoning is hitting me right now i don't know Uh,
1: oh man oh oh oh, guys i'm gonna have to log out here just for a second
2: (laughs) (laughs) so now did it did any of you guys watch this when it originally came out in theaters back in 1997
3: no Yes. i can't say i did
2: yes Okay, so me and Michael were the only two that, that watched this in theaters. I remember watching this and, and this goes along with yeah, like, talking about the food poisoning because I think I had food poisoning when I watched this movie in 1997 because oh, I remember on. I remember halfway through it having to leave the theater. Um, or actually sure it wasn't even halfway through it. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I have to say this. I just the other day watched the Snyder cut of justice league. That's a four hour movie. This movie felt longer. <laughs> oh, that, that, this, that's a little unfair though. That thing that's a movie. Unfair. It did. It felt so long. Okay. I'm sitting here like, man, after, after only an hour and a half, I'm like, man, I would sit through the Snyder cut four hour cut of justice league over again, over this, because this, felt so long
1: (laughs) i thought this was a i thought this was a breezy movie this did not oh god this did not feel long to me at all and my opening thoughts really about it are i think it's i think it's unfairly maligned in the, in the power ranger fandom i think that people because the turbo season is was so poorly received that people look down on this film now i will cons- i will say that this movie serves best as a uh, a really long season premiere for the series and if it was really not a long <laughs> a really long season premiere, but there are there is a lot of stuff to really like about it though, Travis. There is there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of there's a lot of heart in this film, and I'm not and I'm not I'm not um I'm not fooling around. I'm gonna have to keep it PG. Um there is there there's more heart in this movie than what was stripped away in the 2017 film. Uh I know that's tough. I get it. Uh <laughs> Because this felt more, because the 2017 film, in comparison, because we just watched that one, that that felt like a Power Rangers movie for that. That felt like a Power Rangers movie that was made by people that was a that was ashamed to be making a Power Rangers movie. That's what that felt like. Now this, now Turbo embraces everything—the good, the bad, and the ugly of the franchise, and and for me, it works.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can I can definitely see that this this has all of the all of the trappings and all the things that you look for in a Power Rangers movie. Um, I think that and and, and this is really it's going into my final thoughts, but but I think where this movie really let me down is the villains because Divatox is one of the worst Power Rangers villains. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on now. Hold whoa, on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, it is of a, of a like a main villain. I'm not talk- like, like not like the monsters of the week, but of well, a main series villain. But she, she is...
1: serves. Her, but she serves the purpose. She's supposed to be this. <sighs> bra- she's supposed to be this bratty princess or wannabe princess. Don't uh, pirate... sit
2: here and defend Diva Talks, Michael, I yeah, am... You were one who hated on Diva Talks when we were talking in private. So I, I'm going to. I defend... know... I'm going to
1: defend Diva Tox because I actually think that she serves her purpose well. And within this film, yes, she is annoying, as all hell. But uh, I think that that I think her her hamminess that because th- she plays a very hammy character in this movie, it works. It works for the character. She's she's a diva. It's in her freaking name. She's a diva and she's toxic. And that's pretty much the long and short of it. And it works
0: i mean i didn't mind looking at her
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the fact that she's a very beautiful woman
4: yeah i
3: i, I will give you that you take off the eyepiece she's actually pretty attractive
1: she is very attractive and, I,
2: and, and i'm sure keep, that keep the like,
0: eyepiece on Mm-mm, no
1: <laughs> no i'm into it like boots the, and
2: all uh, the, the and... long lizard-like tongue <laughs> oh that's that's, that's even, that's really even better tongue. The uh, that snatches the fly out of the uh, just uh uh. Give uh, me a long chameleon tail uh, tongue any day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or or tail, tail, our tail, tail, tail. I'm sure. I'm sure that we can go back and forth here and come up with a ton of reasons, uh, why we love diva talks. But obviously, there's only two. Uh, why only we, two
2: real reasons? There's only
1: two real reasons why we love <laughs> diva talks. At least in this movie, because they didn't show up again in the series.
0: Wait, did they not?
1: No, they were not. She as was, They were not. as. Me my down. memory
0: is waning. I, I, uh, okay. All right. I think, well, I think her,
1: her, co-
2: her costume was toned down. Plus they replaced her with a different actress for a little while. They were. Yeah. The first, the first diva
1: character from the series was a different actress It was actually the same actress that played, uh, Demetria that also that she mm-hmm. played dual role roles because I ah, think. Yeah. Uh, because I think, uh, Turner or I think Shepard, she left the show or she was having a baby at the time. I think. Yeah.
2: She was on maternity leave. Yeah, that's right. And then
1: she came back like the middle way through the season to fulfill her role as diva talks.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, why are her boobs hanging out of her uh, top? If it's a kid's movie, because the parents have to take the kids
4: to see (laughs) the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah. So Diva Talks is very sexy for being for a kids movie, Uh, and it is very weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I want to. I do want to get like I I was telling Jr. The way we do this um, this podcast is we do a positivity sandwich. We like to start off. We like to. We like to go into some positives, then we'll talk about our negatives, and then we get into our positives. Now, we already did a few negatives just because of, of me bringing up some negatives. Um, but let's talk about some things that we really enjoy about this movie. Uh, is there anything specific that you guys want to talk about that's positive about this movie? Yes. The,
1: the tokusatsu.
2: Go ahead, JR. What were you going to say? Uh, you know, I'm... I really
3: liked the fight between Tommy and Jason.
2: Yes. Oh yeah.
3: Got some, finally got some like on screen tension relieved.
2: Finally.
4: <laughs> I thought that was awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um the Michael, when you said the Tokusatsu, what do you mean? The the monster suits or what? Just
1: the actual suitmation in this film. I think okay. that this 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 film goes this film gives me what the 1995 film should have given me um, because of the poor CGI Um, because yeah, like there was terrible CGI in that original movie and this felt right to me. Like the Megazord, Malagor, all the, the suitmation stuff, all of the, uh, um, all the monster costumes, the actual Ranger costumes, and not just the upgraded versions from the original film. It all felt right to me.
2: Yeah, Malagor's design is definitely yeah. a, a highlight.
1: They spent all their money on that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. they spent like the entire budget on Malagor. Um uh, uh-huh. Jack, what um what uh, positives do you do you want to share?
0: Quite a few actually. I first of all, I like the look of this movie. Uh, I like mm-hmm. the way it was shot. I I like the way how it looked. It looks cinematic. It, it it doesn't look like the TV show. Um it looks like they had a little more money to you know, mm-hmm. put into the type of shots they wanted to get. There's there's this kind of nice sort of uh, film grain to it. There's some filter put onto it as well. Uh, it, was, it was it's interesting because uh, the Super Sentai movies that come out are generally shot the same way as the TV shows. Mm-hmm. They they don't have that same like. They feel like just long episodes. They really do. Whereas this felt more like someone else was shooting it that wasn't a part of the Power Rangers TV series. And, and I yeah. really respect the way the movies looked. It was, it was nice to see the television series costumes and effects in a, in a sort of cinematic look. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. Uh, I, and also, I did appreciate the return of Jason, if just for a little bit. He, he's one of my top favorite characters in the series. Oh. And the more Jason we can get, the better the world will be.
2: Yeah, I, I was really happy with the return of Kimberly too. I mean, like you guys are all talking about Diva Talks. I'm over here like, hey, Amy Joe Johnson is in this movie.
3: <laughs> He's still my heart's first love. Exactly. Yeah.
1: She was my first crush as a kid.
3: Yeah. So Yeah, but hot
0: take, I prefer Catherine. Uh, oh. mm. Ah,
2: yeah.
4: yeah, it's, it's the accent.
0: Yeah, the accent. you've nailed it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can it's see definitely it. The accent.
1: It's, oh, it's definitely the accent. Um,
2: yeah. So, uh, so, what other positives? I, I think. I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie is. Um, I lost it for a second.
1: Let me get it back. You were gonna say that you 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 just realized that you have undying love for this film.
2: Yeah. No. No. Um, no. I do. <laughs> I do really enjoy. The Oh, uh, that's what I was going to say. I I really enjoy the way that they uh, set up each of the Rangers. I think one, one of you guys mentioned it earlier, but just how each of the Rangers gets their own little kind of just spotlight. And mm. gets a, their own, you know, treatment. There wasn't; they they didn't waste a lot of time with trying to build up this relationship between the team and everything. It's like, yeah, they are they are already a team. They already know each other's strengths and weaknesses. We're going into it, and and we're just highlighting how awesome they are. And I I really liked that in this movie.
1: Yeah, the only. This is a negative. So the only thing that I can, the, the one thing that stuck out to me that I do not like is they just kind of glossed over Justin. Like the Rangers have their power. Like it was literally the next scene. It was like the Rangers have their powers. Uh, they're off to save Larago. And then the next cut scene was you are going to now be the blue, new blue Ranger with no like, I wish they would have expanded on that just a little bit more and said, maybe had a scene with Rocky saying, Justin, I want you to take my place. Uh, obviously you now know about who the power Rangers are and I know Zordon and Alpha will mentor you and show you what you need to do. So please go and help the Rangers. I wish we'd have had something like that, but it just felt so abrupt and it was, it it, it felt, I don't know. It just felt really weird to me. I always
3: thought that, uh, Justin blackmailed his way onto the team. <laughs> hey, Rocky! I know your secret. You want to hook me up with one of those Zords?
1: My thing <laughs> is, my thing is, if you're in the hospital visiting your friend or your men- or someone you admire, why hide under the bed when other people come in? <laughs> yeah, like that. That I know it's nitpicky, but that doesn't that, that didn't feel. I get it. It's there for pro- for plot convenience, whatever. Um, what, what
3: what really is the issue there is he's got social anxiety,
1: right? <laughs> right, because so he's, we, on, we, cause he's we, an orphan. he's an orphan. He's an yeah, orphan, yeah,
3: right?
4: So he's got, he's got, got that.
1: But which is weird because in the show he ha- he's raised by a single dad.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, and he even mentions his dad in the in this movie, mm-hmm. but he is at a shelter. Justin. Justin is definitely the Kinney of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays the Kinney role very well as far as Kinneys go. But he's not as annoying to me until he puts on the suit. Until mm-hmm. he actually morphs. Then mm-hmm. he becomes just unbearable. Uh, mm. That's a little... Oh, yeah, this is great! Yeah, I mean, oh, wow! Follow uh, me, guys. It's
1: you're exaggerating.
2: That is a, that is mm-hmm. word for word what he says.
3: He's sadly not exaggerating. No, I am not exaggerating. <laughs> but I do. I think love- it bothered me, honestly.
0: Uh, I he. I mean, he's clearly there at, for the same reason that. We have all these weapons and trinkets you know to to sell the show. Mm-hmm. That's annoying, I guess, because we've come to like know these characters as characters and we've fallen in love with them but mm-hmm. um I don't know, I just don't think he was so egregious that i I couldn't stand him throughout the movie
2: no well, I, I like i said i I didn't think he was super annoying until he until he morphed and then it was just well, like he was it was just excited travis well and i think it was more the fact that they just because it's so obvious that it's adr and so it's just him in a sound booth recording yeah let's go wow whoa, whoa, you know like that and it's it, so it sounds so weird but when I, he's actually in the scenes i i'm fine when he's actually on the set and acting, I think he's great. I think it's just those ADR lines sounded so awful to me.
1: I want to point out the just really quickly the look of disgust on Tanya's face when Justin arrives to come onto the boat with them. She's <laughs> like, she's like, he's like, I'm going to be a Power Ranger, guys. I'm going to join you. Like, uh, she, you could just hear, like, you just hear her, her mental monologue. It's like, oh
2: crap, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's great <laughs> you just tell like the other characters are just as annoyed with him as we are or as i was but no i mean like i said i i don't he's not as bad as maybe the kid from the from the 1995 the original uh power rangers movie um He's not as bad as that kid, but just when once he morphed and he was in there and it was the clearly ADR, you know, dialogue that just I don't know. It just didn't sound right to me. Um, we can start moving into some negatives because I, I have some things I want to say. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. Fine.
1: Let's get him out of the way.
2: So the soundtrack for this movie. You know it was on par it was on par with any No it, oh, this yes, movie it was. Was, the soundtrack yes. was so terrible and so no, lame and just <laughs>
1: if you think if you think that this you think that this soundtrack is terrible then you think all Power Ranger television shows No no
2: no no it's no because i coming, are. coming it's from GR. the same
1: damn music
2: There's hope for the world, for the, world. <laughs> for the, world. <laughs> for the world hope for the world <laughs> Coming from the nineteen, coming from the nineteen ninety five Power Rangers movie and the amazing, like whether that you like that movie or not, the amazing soundtrack, like they had Van Halen in that movie.
1: Yeah, but that's just, but that's not, that's not quite the same though. This is and and then they come to,
2: then you come to this one, and it is just such lame, terrible, generic. It's the same music. music we've gotten through the entire franchise though, Travis. Uh, no, no, it's, it's yes. worse. It's, it's worse. The same.
1: It's the same artists, the
2: same singers, the same melodies. Yes. It's the same damn music. No, this, this is <laughs> definitely worse than, than you would get from like mighty Morphin power Rangers. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Okay. Maybe it's the same as what's in turbo, but turbo is a terrible power ranger season. <laughs> so, like this, it's just it's one of those things. I did not. I thought the soundtrack was awful.
1: <laughs> but what about the theme? The the go Power Rangers Turbo go. Oh, oh that's a yeah, that's a pretty catchy tune. You have to, no, it's not. Yes, no, it, it is. Not. Yes, it is. Jack, back me up. That's a pretty catchy tune.
0: No, I like it. I, I thought that was a good theme. and this was the first theme where they were moving away from the go go power rangers sort of motif Mm -hmm. you you still kind of got it the uh instrumentally in there but and and general themes and rules like the use of go and power rangers uh were still being you know chanted in the lyrics but uh no i i I thought the theme worked fine this one was done by uh, jeremy sweet who had transitioned to become kind of the main composer of Power Rangers Turbo uh, and moving forward in the series as well. Uh, he replaced Ron Wasserman uh, mm-hmm. from the first three seasons of Power Rangers and I think Zio. Didn't Zio? Did Wasserman do Zio? Uh,
1: yeah, Wasserman did Zero. Uh, zero. Okay. Zio. Yeah.
0: Z- okay. And so, um, and he was, I-, I loved his material. I loved his individual songs. I loved the, uh, you know, he re recorded all those songs a few years back and that stuff's great. I didn't really find the soundtrack to turbo to be that bad. I thought Hope for the World was Osman's worst stuff, but uh no, I didn't think it was all that bad.
2: Uh JR, you have anything you want to say about the I have one thing. Okay. <laughs> From another version <laughs> <For the world. laughs> <laughs> oh good so yeah i definitely feel like i am alone on a lonely island out here uh (laughs) i i don't know what it is about this movie i did not like because i i I absolutely adore the original power rangers movie i absolutely adore power rangers Mm -hmm. i i guess because i don't have the nostalgia for turbo because turbo is my least favorite power Rangers season you're the uh it, you're just a, you're just a fake fan then Travis yeah well, i I said that to j r. earlier when we were waiting for everybody else to <laughs> sign on. we were like, I was like, you know, i went, we 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 went and revisited the first season of my Morphin power Rangers. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't really hold up as well as I hoped. Then we, then we watched the 2017 one and we both were like, no, I don't really like, I don't like the 2017 one. It has, it had a lot of potential, but just definitely failed at what it was trying to do. Uh, And then, then, and, and now we're doing turbo and I'm like, I don't really like this one. Maybe I just don't like power Rangers. Maybe. Maybe. It's a, (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: revelation
4: I, after
0: like
2: seasons and movies. Yeah, I 30 years yeah. like maybe I just don't like Power Rangers. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just uh, this this one this one is the one that gets me. This is my just least favorite.
1: To be f- okay, but if we if it was not for Turbo, if it was not for this movie, if it wasn't for the television show, we would not have gotten the probably with the most popular season is in space in space was a direct response to how big turbo flopped. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's sort of a, it's sort of a situation where it's like Godzilla. We, the reason we got Godzilla 2000 is because Godzilla 98. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you know, this, this movie, this movie is, is fun. There is a lot of, there is a lot of good moments to it. And it does, it does. And, I will preface this by saying I do have nostalgia for this film. Nostalgia plays a huge role in my fandom for power Rangers. And I, and I don't apologize for that. It's, it's really hard to separate my nostalgia from objective train of thought sometimes, but I can acknowledge that there are terrible things about this movie. Um, some plot holes, uh, some of the, the, the goofier moments with the, Wait, I don't there was know. a plot to have holes in. There was a plot. There was a plot. Yeah, there was a plot. Um, it felt like it
2: just kind of meandered for about an hour, and then the last 30 minutes there was a plot. I think
1: you're, just, I think you're just being mean for the sake of being mean. Come on.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. A uh, single, single woman going out for herself, trying to find herself a man. That's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plot
4: (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh Oh, sweet jesus
4: (laughs) the the
0: storyline is it's a big rescue movie Right oh, I mean, yeah. You know, it, it, the whole story is a rescue movie and I do I think was being there unfair. is there, there's there's more going on than just that. Yeah, yeah, there's a single woman going on <laughs> trying to find no, her man. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: I I was being unfair. I was being unfair for mainly for comedic effect. but
0: <laughs> um the the exclusion of I mean, we know why it happened, but it is kind of interesting that they sideline Rocky. And then mm-hmm. the rangers have to go off without him. And Justin catches up eventually. It is interesting that he brings back two former rangers uh, who complicate matters once they're kidnapped by escaping for a little bit. And, you know, the sub goes down.
2: And,
1: uh, oh, it, it no! Was...
2: The water! <laughs> 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 okay, so here's my question. Are these rangers in, in this movie good at their job they kind of let two of their friends almost die i mean if it wasn't like they didn't know what was going to happen when they fell into that lava they could have died
4: yeah like i don't (laughs) think these
2: rangers are really good at their job
3: (laughs) more importantly why does half the movie take place on a boat when they have cars that drive on land
2: exactly
0: (laughs) That that was my big issue is is that, okay, so they got these new powers and they have these new zords that were cars and all, but uh, they also had the red phoenix zeo zord, which could have flown all the way to this island.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. It, it's, and that, for me, that's just me being, you know, grumpy because no, it's, we no, have it's, no more zeo powers, but... It's fair. It, it, it yeah. I felt that... There was still enough going on, though, to justify some of the runtime and where it was going. I I didn't feel this way initially. The first time I tried to watch it, it was going on too long. So I understand the complaint that, you know, this this feels like a long movie. This feels longer than (laughs) under an hour and a half Uh, or just over an hour and a half, wasn't it? Yeah. And so. But then, you know, rewatching it and I have no nostalgia for Turbo. I did not like season and uh you know i didn't like this movie initially but coming back to it and realizing that really more is going on here than there was in the 1995 movie i respect that and i also realize that while watching it they aren't actually rangers for uh, a very long portion of the movie now i'm just wondering Mm -hmm. if that's kind of a a trope for these movies now because they really weren't rangers for very long in the 1995 movie. They weren't rangers mm-hmm. long here. They're not rangers for very long in the 27 reboot. So maybe if there's a yeah. Power Rangers movie, we just need to get used to the fact that they don't want to blow a ton of the budget, so we're not going to see a ton of ranger action.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Out of the gates here. Um but I will I will uh say I enjoyed the American-made Tokusatsu. There was no Japanese footage in this movie used. And I, I really enjoyed the adherence to the Zord battles and whatnot. The funny thing about the American Zord battles is that they're always low angles because they're doing them outside mm-hmm. instead of on a soundstage. You can always tell because right. like <laughs> the camera's practically pointed at the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, we've only had so many American shot Zord battles up to this point. We had, you know, the Thunder Megazord and the White Tiger Zord up against Rito. Repulsa? That was it. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of American of f- footage.
1: That was one of the first times they started using their own. Um, that was one of the first times they started mm-hmm. using the American footage. And it's it's funny because uh, the White Tiger Zord is obviously different than the actual Japanese footage because um, it's uh, it, the 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 emblem, the orb that sits in the tiger's mouth, looks like a decal in the American Whoa. footage.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I what mean was,
0: the costume is damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was nice. I don't know. I I enjoy it when <laughs> Saban tried to do their own Tokusatsu. It definitely wasn't as polished mm-hmm. at all. But I really, really have to hand it to the Zord transformation sequence. Oh yeah. I don't think they use that yeah. sequence in the show. They use they use the recycled footage from Car Ranger. Yeah. And I really had to hand it to them for that. That was one of the best uh, Megazord transformation sequences I think I'd ever seen.
1: Well, it's I think didn't you didn't you post it on Twitter not too long ago, like asking if we have ever seen an actual like mechanical Zord transformation sequence like that, because before they just sort of fly into each other and assemble and that's it. But this time it was very mechanical and it was very like part mm-hmm. like actual parts coming together to form this machine. And it was really interesting. I, and I agree with you. I have to hand it to to them for doing that. Uh, like, I think it, it brought some sense of realism to it.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, always now? been one of my favorite Megazords. Uh, and, and the way it actually does come together, like you're talking about, it feels like it's very constructed.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, I, I I might be speaking blasphemy here, but I think I like the way that one clicks together and, like, makes a little more sense, probably a little more than the original Megazord.
1: Get out. I think it's my favorite. <laughs>
3: But I, I just I think the transformation of that thing is very smooth.
1: Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, it, it, it makes is. it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. It make it makes sense. I think.
2: Um, yeah, I think ultimately, my biggest problem with the movie comes down to the villains. I really, really think that I I, I Divatox did not click with me. As a, a great like I, I she's hammy and cheesy like a lot of the Power Rangers villains are but for some reason she didn't click with me the way that like Zed or even Ivan Ooze or any or, or uh, Rita did so Ooh, I don't she doesn't feel like a legitimate threat I think that's, yeah that's the
1: reason why
2: yeah she doesn't feel like a threat she doesn't feel like she's actually accomplishing anything Um she spends most of the time, kind of just yelling and not doing anything, and 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 her two sidekicks. Like at least with Rita, like yeah, Rita spends a lot of time yelling and not really doing a whole lot. But with Rita's sidekicks, you got Goldar, you got you know these other ones that are memorable. And Divatox's sidekicks in this are not memorable. Like these, the two, the two the suits that they use for these characters, which are Elgar and I forget the other one. What was the other one? They're from O-Ranger and O-Ranger is of the Sentai series I have seen. I haven't seen every Sentai series, but of the ones I have seen, O-Ranger is my favorite. And these, these guys are from that series and I love them in that. This one, this movie, they just don't really work.
1: Mm. I think the Elgar character Works better in this movie and in space than the actual Turbo series, uh, because he's there obviously for comic relief, and yeah, right. this and this movie is it, it's trying to be serious. Um, although it, his comic relief falls a little bit more flat in this one than it did in in space. In space, he was actually a better character, I thought. But no, I get what you're saying. It's it, they're not my favorite henchmen. Of the Power Rangers series, uh, I even liked the. I know we're going back to the ZO comparison, but I actually liked uh, 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 Prince Sprocket more than I liked uh, even. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, some of these, uh, some of these henchmen, or, or uh, what is it? Is it Clank, the the robot with the Scottish accent? Is it Clank that has the Scottish accent? Yes, maybe. Yes, I think it's Clank. Okay, yeah, Clank, or even. Um, <clears throat> Even Rito from season three, when he was introduced was a much better comic relief than say Elgar was, uh, the, the suits are beautifully designed. Don't get me wrong. They are right. obviously, yeah. yeah, the suits are well done. It's just, they're not my favorite, uh, of the henchmen and that the Rygog suit just looks uncomfortable to carry around.
2: Yeah, it does. It, it does look cool though. Like they are, like you said, they're really greatly like well-designed suits. But, yeah, they just don't serve much of a purpose. Uh, What do you guys think, Jack, JR? Like I said, it's kind of hard for
3: me to think on this subject after watching uh, Car Ranger. Because, you know, in in Car Ranger, those are pretty... Those are two big bads. Those are, like, consistent, and they're a lot more threatening, quote-unquote, in that show. And, like I said, I've never watched Turbo. So, um... But yeah, they they just seem a little too comic reliefy for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Jack? I mean, I just
0: I, I, they serve their purpose. Is kind of where I sit at. I didn't dislike them, but I didn't really love them either. I mean, that no, it's, they're no Zed or Rita, but I I don't know. I I felt like they served their purpose. I was more interested in the other things going on. Yeah, and yeah. I'll I'll hand it to the you know the final boss of the movie. Uh, I thought that was an excellent sort of replacement after having to deal with the talks for the right, majority of the film.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah,
0: wish
1: that, definitely. Yeah, I wish that they would have given Malagor a little bit more screen time. I get it; he's the big boss. He's the you know he's the last thing you have to deal with. But I wish that we would have seen more of it.
2: Well, uh, well, we get more of him in the in uh. In in mm. space, technically, uh, not, though, but that, not...
1: that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Dark Spectre. So that's Dark but Spectre, it's still that's,
2: the same suit, it is the same suit,
1: yeah. It's the same <laughs> suit, but uh, it's uh, for this, for this, for the purposes of this movie, I just wish we'd have gotten more of that character or that villain, other than. Than diva talks i would have been okay with diva talks and her and her crew just sort of fading off into the background and letting the whole the rest of the film just be about maligore and the rangers
2: yeah i uh, speak though speaking of rita and zed like jack mentioned them uh <laughs> that i really like that cameo <laughs> yeah, were, I did it was, yeah it was yeah. yeah it was a
1: it was a nice little feel-good moment for long time you know fans of the franchise yeah it was good um and it fit right in line with the uh, with the husband and wife motif that they were going for with uh season three and nzo you know where that they transformed where they made zed he took they took zed from a uh a formidable um destroyer of the universe to just bumbling husband And you can thank the censors for that. Thank you, censors and the moms who got offended by Zed. So,
2: yeah, (laughs) I I think, I think it was, I mean, logically within the universe, why would, uh, diva talks call the one person that she knows is, has been defeated by the Rangers more often than anyone else um, to ask for advice. But uh, I also do really like that. Of like, do you think I would be sitting here listening to this? This <laughs> is like it was so great. So, so yeah. now we
1: know that Zed has sleep apnea. Okay, so that's good. yeah,
2: <laughs> yep, yep. He's got to sleep the with a skinny machine. I mean. <laughs> Apparently, uh,
1: my dog Ben has thoughts on that. well ben what would you like to tell us about this about this movie uh because i feel like we're just kind of talking in circles at this point because there's really right as much as i don't get me wrong i like this movie i have a lot of fun with this movie but is it a it's a it's a serviceable power rangers movie that like jack said it's good to see give it's good to see the show given like a big screen treatment. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I think that's basically what we got here. We got the television show, but with better cameras.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. so a bigger budget. A little bigger I mean, budget. The, they, you know, we, we forget how much money actually was spent on this movie. You know, they, they redid a the whole board transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, they built that incredible Malagor costume at the end. Uh, I thought the special effects were solid. Would they
3: even built The cars for this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I. I, That's a big one. There it is. You know, that's actually, I I completely forgot to bring up that topic. Uh, That's one thing I did enjoy is that, you know, in uh, Car Ranger, they had like little go karts that went up. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I appreciated the fact. Thank you, Ben. I appreciated the fact
2: that. You know the the cars could change size. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was something. They just suddenly grow gigantic, but the cockpit stays right. the same size. So I don't know. I don't understand that.
0: <laughs> maybe they're maybe they're just giants. Yeah, that's that. it. <laughs> I,
1: I looked up the budget for this movie. It they the budget for this movie was only eight million dollars, and it grew, if I'm looking at these correctly, it only made nine point six million dollars so didn't so, break even. okay uh basically yeah.
2: yeah it did not succeed i remember it just not doing well
0: which is unfortunate because i think you know some of the production value in here especially since it was based on the television series continuity i don't think we're giving it enough credit again yeah. like we that word sequence is baller uh, the is. lighting <laughs> for it, the the attention to detail to it. I I was very impressed with that. And then there's the cars that they actually built for this movie. They didn't have the cars in Car Ranger, but the actual yeah, cars. They right. had the, the the miniatures. And they had to pull um, them from scratch. Yeah, that and and you know who did it? Uh, Georgia Barris Barry Barris Barris, I believe, uh, who made the 1966 Batmobile. Oh, okay. I
1: didn't did, actually didn't and know
0: that. they. Saban called him up and was like, you know, I need I need five cars that look like this and sent him the photos of the miniature cars used in a car ranger. And he he converted a 1985 Chevrolet uh Astro. I have the other one here. Hold on. Yeah, 1985 Chevrolet Astro was the the Green Rangers. 1980 Ford F Series was the Blue Rangers. Uh Jr. Listen to this. Sound familiar? 1984 Honda Civic was the <laughs> Pink Ranger. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, a, a Pontiac Fiero was uh, the Red Lightning Zord, and then a 1986 Suzuki Samurai was converted into the Yellow Ranger Zord. Oh, nice. And I'm sitting here, and I looked up these these the the origin car uh, model for these cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mind blown at the conversion. I mean, he did a phenomenal job. And he did it on a, a very slim budget, and they looked great. I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah. you, you want to show these off after you've built them, so I, I thought they looked great.
2: Yeah, I and, and I feel bad because usually when I come into, these, into the recording of this podcast, I'm – I'm one who is like look for the positive, look for things that, you know, that you like and and there's always something good to find in a movie, something redeemable to find in a movie. And this one I just I don't know what it is about this movie. I just cannot it it did not jive with me. I don't know if it was just maybe the way I've been feeling this week that it just didn't jive with me, but just something about this movie did not jive with me the way that other ones have. But I do appreciate that you guys are giving it the credit that it deserves. Cause like, yeah, that the work that they put into it definitely does deserve some attention and deserve to be recognized.
1: Well, I think the big question is, and I'll start with JR. Would you recommend, do you, would you recommend this movie to someone who is not already invested in the franchise? No. Now, what about someone? What about someone who is already invested in the franchise?
3: You know, it, it, it's hard to say yes. It really is. Uh, <laughs> but it, it you know it's better than the uh, the first movie. not by
2: much. But I think the soundtrack saves the first one more <laughs> for <laughs> me. I keep going you back know, to that soundtrack. That soundtrack was okay. awesome in that first movie. The only thing I can, like,
3: soundtrack-wise, I can remember from the first movie is, uh-oh, we're, we're in, in trouble.
2: trouble. Yeah. yeah. And,
3: yeah. <laughs> and this one I get, you know, because I'm a giant Uber nerd, I listen to the Power Rangers scores as I'm driving down the road. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just sitting there going, shift into turbo. And I'm like, <laughs> And like I'm out running cops, and I'm like, yeah! And then I get a speeding ticket, and they're like, you gotta go serve community service. And I'm like, but Power Rangers! <laughs> yeah!
2: <laughs> see, see you, you say that, but I have been, since we since we reviewed the first Power Ranger movie like two weeks ago, I have been listening to the soundtrack from that 1995 movie like, uh, like at least once or twice a week. And it's great. It is absolutely great. Yeah, you know, I I just, I cannot stress enough how much that soundtrack from that first movie is just so amazing. And this one, I don't know, was just too too uh, too generic Power Rangers, I guess, for me. And I guess you know, if you're going in, you're expecting it to be just the Power Rangers, that's fine. But I expected more from it being an, a move, being a movie, a bigger production to have a better soundtrack than just what they use in the TV show. Uh, uh, but yeah, Jack, let's, oh, go
1: ahead. I was going to ask Jack the same question. Would you recommend this movie or would you recommend this movie to a noob? Or do you think that this, that a person would need to be uh, more invested in the franchise to watch this film?
0: I definitely wouldn't recommend it as like their first introduction to the series. Uh, but I, I do think there's plenty of people who are self-proclaimed Power Ranger fans that probably need to re-watch it for to to kind of reevaluate it. Uh, I've watched a lot of movies recently that I had sort of sour opinions on, see if I've changed any most of them the answer is no. This was one that I kind of reversed course. And I don't know, I really appreciate the 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 nuance. To the movie, uh, the the American Zord battle, the cars that were built specifically for this film, the the uh, cockpits that were built for the Zords. They don't use these again for the TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the fact that they brought Jason and Kimberly back and gave them their their own arc massive jason fan uh they they kind of gave him something to do and jason rightfully took over rocky's place at the end of the movie it was fantastic mm-hmm. uh it there, there's there's just more going on in this movie than the 1995 movie and enough to sort of like dig into and sort of think about i think Whereas the 1995 movie it just sort of felt like all the rangers were simply one character and that there was there was nothing. I'm not saying they all have like deep involved story arcs in this movie, but at least they feel like individuals. Whereas like mm. the first movie, you know, the teamwork mo- motif was taken so far, where you could almost say Tommy, Kimberly, Rocky, Adam, Billy, Aisha were just one character operating from a singular mind. It mm. it, it didn't it didn't work. As far as an ensemble piece, it worked as, you know, <laughs> they're all so on the same page. They don't even feel like individual characters anymore. And I, I appreciated how this movie separated them enough and focused on each individual just enough. Just enough to let us know, hey, these are the individual characters you've grown up with and fallen in love with. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, let's move on to our final thoughts and our Godzuki score. So for anybody who is not familiar with this podcast, we like to rate our movies out of five Godzukis instead of five stars or anything like that, because we like to have fun and just embrace the silly side of, kaiju and giant monster and tokusatsu and so we like to use godzilla's bumbling nephew from the hanna-barbera series as our yardstick for how we rate these movies so i will say out of five Godzukis, um, how many Godzukis would you give this film jr starting with you and what are your final thoughts just like just sum up everything You know, uh, if I had to give it a number. You have to sing Godzuki's theme song too when you. Do I? Yeah, you have to sing the Godzuki. I think
3: um, Hmm. two and a half (laughs) (laughs) Godzuki. I think that's uh, probably pretty generous, honestly.
2: Yeah, y'all have uh, y'all have any final thoughts to sum up everything?
3: Uh, yeah, my final thoughts. You know, it's not samurai. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> G, you know, G said it best when he said uh, earlier when he said, "You know, the whole car thing doesn't really work for me." Uh, but I I enjoyed. R.P.M. because R.P.M. kind of Yes, I know. Turbo is... (laughs) Thank you, Uh, R.P.M. kind of poked fun in itself. Mm -hmm. So I... mm, Final thought is I love that Megazord and they did an awesome job with it. Okay. (laughs)
2: Okay. <laughs> but two, but two point five is is the point five is, yes. the score all right uh jack, what uh, what is your Godzuki score and uh, your final thoughts?
0: I've been dreading this because i like, I don't particularly enjoy reading things, but i, I, right, I, I yeah, okay. I, kn-
2: I know this was gonna be hard for you, but but it was remember because yeah. re- I knew that when you when we had you on uh, when we. Scheduled you though, like I know you don't like to rate things out of, with a I number. Know, I know, but remember this: that it is out of Godzuki's. So this is true. No one's taking it that seriously. <laughs> so give it whatever the heck you want, and don't um, think too hard about it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm actually going to agree with Jr. I think 2.5 Godzuki's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, that was beautiful. Is, thank <laughs> you.
4: Thank you. I'm
0: working on my tenor uh, is about right, and I think I say that because while I appreciate the visual look of the film, the way it's shot, the costumes, the sets, the animatronics, the you know the the Zord battle at the end, and I also appreciate how this tried to you know, tug the characters away from each other a little bit more than the 1995 film. It's still a very niche movie. You you really do kind of have to know what's going on in the franchise before you watch it. And, of course, then it leads into the huh, car wreck that uh, follows.
4: <laughs> Oops.
0: And... And just as a preference thing, I I don't like the car theme either. It mm. doesn't really connect. It doesn't land. Uh, it, it it almost the the series certainly does not. But the movie almost transcends the car theme. I'd be fine with it if it just went just that slightly extra mile to make something of itself.
2: Yeah, you know, it transcends the car theme because they spends most of the time with the cars on the boat. So <laughs> they well. Very transcending <laughs> the car theme. <laughs> it just
0: it doesn't have the same kind of like themes that RPM did that mm-hmm. really made it stick out. And as a result, the the story itself is kind of going through the numbers with its rescue um, plot line instead of really, really doing anything with it and and its characters. I appreciate the kind of surface level spreading them apart. Uh, sidelining Rocky, bringing in old rangers, and complicating the rescue storyline just a little bit with those nuances, but they don't amount to anything that can really be talked about thematically, and uh, that's, that's why I stop at two and a
2: half right there. Okay, okay. Uh, so, Michael, what is uh, your Godzuki score and your final thoughts?
1: I'm going to be slightly generous. I'm going to be slightly more generous than all three of you. I'm going to give it a three out of five. God's. <laughs> 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 and give it, uh, I give it a three out of five simply because I feel like this film deserves more of a, a reevaluation than what people want to, tried it or what what it? what people have said it deserves i guess i don't know i'm getting tongue mm-hmm. tied. um this is definitely not the all monsters attack of uh of the power rangers franchise i don't think it should be taken that critically i don't think it should be looked at that critically but it's still a fun movie i had a lot more fun with this the second time around watching it is this the se- this is the second time i've watched this movie in the last couple of months um, once in continuity with the show, and then just once by itself. And I actually enjoyed it more by itself than in continuity with the show because it screws some stuff up for me. But <clears throat> uh, the Zord battles, the overall design of the the overall look and feel of the movie, I feel like are great. I would recommend this movie to someone probably that's already invested in the franchise with the asterisk beside of it, saying, "Hey." have an open mind when you go into this movie, it's not a perfect film, but it's a fun film. And there is a whole lot to like about it. Just the, just the overall look of the film. I loved it. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's really all I can say about it. Cause it, it, there is not a whole lot to harp on thematically. Like you pointed out, Jack, it is a pretty cut and dry movie. There are better rescue movies out there. Um, but mm-hmm. for a, for a power Rangers movie, it works.
2: Yeah. Okay, I think
0: it's a working movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a, yeah, it works. Um, so my Godzuki score, my Godzuki score is uh 2.5, same as uh same as Jr and Jack. Um, for me, the the Power Rangers are only as good as their villains. Like like that that's really the the different seasons, the different shows really live and die with how good their villains are. And this movie just, to me, is this movie, the series, Turbo in general, has some of the worst in the entire franchise. I don't like them. Um, I do appreciate that it has the look and feel of a Power Rangers movie. It has, like, everything that you expect in a Power Rangers, but there's something missing from it. And so the only way I can describe it is that it has the touch, but does it have the power? (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> I just don't think I, it does. <laughs> what's the same? Isn't it?
1: Would you, would you say it's the same thing? What I, is it, is it the same thing I said last week about the 2017 film where it was just like, it has the appearance of the thing without the essence of the thing.
2: I think this one has a little bit more of the essence. I think you still get like what you want from a power Rangers. It's just, there's it feels more like a, uh, well, like like this is the the fourth or fifth season of a show that's been going for way too long and they're just running out of ideas, which is kind of kind of where it was at. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I, for me, it, it's missing some of the magic that's there from the original Power Rangers stuff. And I, and I don't really know exactly what it is that's missing from it, but it just is missing it. Um, But yeah, so that's our final thoughts. Uh, And so we're going to close the book on the Power Rangers uh, franchise for now because this ends – this is the last episode. This this ends our Morphonomical month that we have been doing for uh, what seems like forever. (laughs) 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 It feels like it. I don't know why. It just feels like we've been in Morphonomical month forever. Um, So yeah, so next week we're moving on from – power rangers theme and moving into our left of center month because we always in april we always like to do our left of center where we we look for monster movies that are not quite the like fit the bill of what you would typically think of as monster movies we've done little shop of horrors in the past we've done uh uh, attack of the killer tomatoes so uh yeah so i'm looking forward to what we've got in store coming up in april um We have some mailbag stuff to talk about, but I'm going to save that for next week because this episode is already running kind of long. So to save time and to not keep our guests on here forever, um, we're going to uh, uh, take a, you know, we know you guys have lives. We need to let you guys go at some point. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go ahead. This is a good point. (laughs) Maybe just Jr. Maybe it's Jr. Uh, JR you no, know, yeah. I've got more Power Rangers to watch, really. So, well, well, Jr.'s dog is insisting that he pay attention to him. So we need I, to. Have you
3: guys not noticed that? I mean, I thought he was
2: <laughs> very quiet. Yeah, 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 barely noticeable. Um, I'll have yeah, to edit he's some not, stuff out. Oh. Not, not begging for help or anything. He's he's good. He's usually better behaved. Today he's just like love me. <laughs> uh, so uh, before we end this episode and get on to anything else, I want to ask the trivia question that is hinting at what our topic is for next week. So the trivia question that we are asking everyone is: Michael Crichton co-wrote the screenplay with his wife for what movie set in Oklahoma? <laughs> And the answer to that is the movie that we are going to be reviewing and we're going to have another very special guest next week. So we're looking forward to
1: very special guest. This is probably the most hot, highly anticipated guest of the season.
2: Yeah. The the guest that Michael has been looking forward to the most. Uh, (laughs) So and she is excited to be on the episode too so we're looking forward to that we've got some games and everything we're going to play next week so it's going to be a lot of fun so anybody who's interested come back and listen to us next week to join in all the fun um so yeah we we want to thank you guys jr and jack for joining us do you guys have plugs that you want to plug here at the end of this episode yeah
0: yeah we can do that real quick uh so i'm g you can find me on Twitter at G Man Mysterioid, you can check out my substack called Deferential Wrath of a Rusting Markalite Cannon. It's at markalite.substack.com where I just have only the right opinions about Kaiju stuff.
2: All right.
4: <laughs>
3: Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like my ramblings, I am on Twitter where I talk mainly about Power Rangers, Spider Man, whatever floats my boat. You can find me there at Little Man's. You can find me there at Little Man underscore says I'm just terrible right now. Sorry Use
1: your now. words. Use your words.
3: <laughs> Buy a vowel. It's been a long, been a long day. <laughs> uh you can find me there at little man says underscore one. And uh, I've also got a Twitter or Instagram. Gosh. Uh where I do cosplays. That's the little man cosplay.
0: Awesome. And Drift Space, you can find our show, the Drift Space, at bit.ly slash tdslinks. And, you know, hit us up, up on Instagram and Twitter at Space.
2: Yeah, and we will make sure to put the links to all of that in the show notes. So if anyone just wants to click on a link, you can just go down to the show notes and click that link uh, for all of them to check out the Drift Space. They are a lot of fun. I, like I said, I've been catching up on all the episodes at work, and it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, to listen to. I, I've been really enjoying it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on this episode. Yeah, Absolutely. We
3: had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah it thank was- you for making me revisit Turbo and be pleasantly <laughs> surprised. <laughs>
2: good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Maybe, you <laughs> know, uh, yeah, that's one thing that, that I – pride ourselves on with our having our guests is getting them to revisit or watch movies that they never thought they would have gone to again <laughs> and to be
1: into just full disclosure to you jack uh nathan and i had a, a bet on whether or not you would absolutely hate this movie or actually enjoy it so uh i had faith in you and i said you know what I, jack, jack jack can surprise you so i i took uh, I said that you were actually going to probably enjoy it. Nathan said you were going to hate it.
0: Uh, Nathan would well, right had I not decided to rewatch it. And I almost didn't decide to rewatch it. I, I was going to go into it cold, but no, I really enjoyed it.
2: I'm just glad you guys had a better experience than my friend, AJ, who came on for our um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes episode. <laughs> uh, he, he did not have a fun time. <laughs> And I felt so bad because I'm like, oh, I hate that you came on my show and was so nice to come on my show. And I forced you to watch this movie that you did not enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, it was was good. I'm glad you guys had fun here. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Kaiju Weekly and at Kaiju Groupie Pod. All the links to our social media as well as for the Kaiju Groupie Facebook group are listed in the description of this episode you can send questions comments or answers to trivia questions to our email kaijuweekly at gmail.com make sure you're sending us some some letters to read out in our mailbag because we've got a couple of them that we're going to read out over the next couple of weeks but we need some more our mailbag starts getting empty and then it starts getting hungry and you just you you don't want to see what happens when our mailbag gets hungry so make sure to send us over any questions, comments, or anything you want. If you want to hear me and Michael argue with each other, like we have for the last few weeks, uh, <laughs> send over some, send over some stuff. Uh, send over some some Clifford as a kaiju fan art, uh, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> Michael's like or don't like we're we're fine with you not fine. having it. Like yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh and we also want to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported Kaiju Ramen Magazine so far. If you want to find out more about the magazine, check out the website kaijuramenmagazine.com. Uh if you want to help support this podcast, you can do that. Uh and we'll also give you some nice bonus content. So check out our Patreon page patreoncom pod We're going to be posting our clickbait uh, podcast that we're doing where Michael slowly dies on the inside as we read clickbait articles about Godzilla uh, and, <laughs> and and constantly get surprised by how many times Gamera has shown up in the Godzilla franchise. Can you believe that Gamera has shown up as many times as he has? Like, uh,
0: So you're reading all this from Screen Rant.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah we've got that we've also got some bonus content uh in the next couple of weeks or actually in the next week i'm going to be posting some bonus content uh involving the magazine so if you are someone who's been a fan of the kaiju ramen magazine and you want to get some uh bonus stuff that's kind of early look at what the magazine's going to look like and everything before anybody else does go and check us out on patreon patreon.com slash kaiju weekly pod Yep. And
1: there's one more thing they can do to support this podcast, Travis, and that is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five-star review. And if you leave us a review and you leave us an actual comment, not just a rating, uh, we will read that feedback on a future episode of the show. And what that's going to do is that's going to help put this show in front of other Kaiju, Tokusatsu, and Power Rangers fans just like you. It's going to help us have other fantastic guests on the show like Jack and... um, What's the other guy's name? JR, there we go.
4: Yeah, um, I'm here. <laughs> you can also, you know,
1: you can also no, refer to it's, me it's,
3: as the one Rebecca hates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's going to help us like have great guys on this show, and it's help us. It's going to help us have other fantastic conversations like we've had so far. So thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. Jack, junior you've been one of uh, my most anticipated guests for this podcast because I just like listening to the Drift Space and interacting with you guys online. So it was a pleasure thank you so much
0: thank you the pleasure is all ours we had a blast being on here
2: yeah and to uh close out this episode i'm gonna say help control the giant uh lava monster population have your little furry wizards from outer space spayed or neutered
1: he has a name travis say his name
2: (sighs) Laragot. bye guys bye everybody (laughs)